So I'm fired up to hear from George Andershock this morning. Um, I know he's newer to the panelists on here, not because he's newer to the qualifications, but he was just newer to being available to be on here to help the team at large. And so when I first met uh, George, as I known him as G-Shock, was way back when we first got started. Him and I both started at the same time. And we were at um, an event at uh, the corporate headquarters. We got a special invite as newbies um, to a dinner with Andy and or a uh, lunch with uh, Andy and Jane Albright. And it was all just new people getting started in that room. And of the people in that room, uh, G-Shock and I were the ones to earn the trip that year. And I remember seeing him on the trip thinking, hey, he's new too. And I think we were one of uh, very few that had earned that trip pretty early on in that year. So it's not like, oh, we were down in December, like counting it out. Did we do? I mean, we did it pretty quickly. And so just knowing how strong he came out. So he's out there in Texas and he helped plant an entire uh, uh, hotspot region out there in Texas with a couple other leaders with mentorship and support, but he was pivotal in growing that team in a region that that didn't originally have agents out there and, and um, a, a high level production and leadership. And George filled that void for that leadership and grew that region. And so when he speaks today, he's speaking from experience from himself, experience as a leader, experience as a top producer, as someone who's been in the trenches and has overcome and won the battle. So I'm fired up to hear from uh, my great friend, G-Shock or George Andershock. We need it fits to do that uh, applause sound, whatever sound effects, but hey, you know what? Thank you so much, Bill. That was very, very nice of you. I appreciate the words. Um, and you know, what was cool is that, yeah, I was like, uh, when we're in Hawaii, we, we earned the extension too, Bill. Okay. Because that's what I was more curious about. I was like, who else as a rookie earned the extension, not just the trip, because we know we got bonus points and all that stuff too. But, but I was like, I was like, was that only, the only rookie who got the extension? Cause I was looking around as a bunch of veterans, right. You know, your Michelle Allemans, your Joe Walkers and stuff, but you know, so that, that was cool. And they're like, no, uh, Bell and Jay Krause. And what's funny is I I didn't I couldn't remember the name and that we had lunch together that time and with Andy, but you know you bringing back that story reminds me of telling everyone out there if you're brand new or if you've been here a year or two and you're struggling you haven't had your like we call it your breakout year yet if you don't quit it's a hundred percent success rate so just remember that okay I always tell people this if it's just if you don't quit we've all seen the meme right like there's two guys shoveling a mine. And like, there's like diamonds or gold right here. And one guy quits and he's like this close. He's like three more hacks. And he's like in the gold or the diamonds. And the other one's just, he keeps on working. He's keep on going at it. And so that's the same with this business. You know, is it, is it a tough business? Yes. You know, if, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're not, if you don't you got your mindset right and a little thick skin, it might chew you up and spit you out, you know, but if you can handle it, if you can handle the nose, you know, and, and not get all butthurt about it, this is a very rewarding business. And as you can see, you know, um, I'm pretty sure if we all went to Michelle Allman's house, we'd be like, man, what did you, did you invest in Bitcoin? What all, this house is beautiful. Look at that. You know what I mean? It's she's been in the insurance business for 20 years. She got her daughter in the business. 
So, you know, you guys all know mothers want the best for their kids. So I don't think Michelle Allman would bring her daughter in this business if she didn't believe in it, if she didn't think it was the best thing since sliced bread, right? So um, one of the things that uh, I, I think I, I, um, I would like to say that I think I'm kind of good at is overcoming objections, okay? Um, when, I, when I was a rookie in my rookie year, I was having pretty good weeks. And that, all that was because is duplicating the system that was taught to us. So guys, I know some of you coming from different industries, maybe you sold houses or cars or whatever business you came from. If you can relearn this business, like if you can just throw away everything you've learned anywhere else, and if you can just learn from the leaders in this business and duplicate our system, you're going to have the same success, okay? Nothing else matters. It's just, you know, it's discipline plus consistency Plus the system, we've got the system and then work. You just got to go out there and do it week in and week out. If you have a bad week or a bad two weeks, don't worry. The numbers are going to work themselves out. Okay. You can ask anyone. If we have a week that's a little bit better than our average, that like, you know, my average was 5,000 issue or uh, AP submitted every week, right? 5,000, boom, 20 appointments. We're going to submit 5,000, 5 to 7,000. There were some weeks we submitted eight to 10,000. Those were like our bonus weeks, right? Those were like, ooh, we did a little bit better. But our average, if we did 20 appointments, I'm pretty sure was between submit five to 7,000 a week, okay? Well, you got to have a plan. How are you going to do it, right? If you don't have a huge warm market, you're going to have to buy leads. And it's just like Fitz said yesterday, you're going to work leads for two years, maybe three, and then you're going to learn how to wean off of them, right? But- I was out in the field and I was, you know, I was doing consistent. Everything was great. And I ran into a week where I got my first zero. Okay. I got my first donut. Right. And everyone told me we want to think about it. That was the, the main objection I got. We want to think about it. Can you come back sometime next week? Right. I'm meeting these people. I drove three hours to the city to run business and I was just, that was my naive moment where I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll come back next week, you know? Um, and they all told me to come back next week. So I got a zero that week. I, I drove three hours back home after spending two nights in a hotel running business. And um, I went back next week. Normally I would change my cities every week that I ran business, right? I would run in four different cities. One city every weekend was different. Well, actually my hometown, I would run twice. So it's, it was one, two, and then two other cities, right? I would never go back to back to the same city because I wanted my leads to kind of build up. And I went back to that city the next week and everyone said that they would see me same time, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I set more appointments and I think I made one sale that week from a, a new appointment, but everyone else who told me the previous week to come back next week ghosted me. They didn't answer my calls. If I door knocked them, oh, we have a football game to go to. Oh, we have, we're going to dinner. Um, call us next week. Or, you know, I got all the excuses again. Right. And I was just like, I was like, I was pissed. I was mad. You know, I was like, okay, I just, last week I got a zero. I throw, drove three hours to the city, spent two nights in a hotel, drove back home, got a zero. Uh, and mind you, I'm still working my sushi business. Okay. So I, I take the time to go back out there the next week. Same thing. And I make one sale. And when I came home, I was just pissed. So I come home and I just I just YouTubed it. You know, I'm pretty sure we have some archive videos in, in the Alliance somewhere. But I just YouTubed it. How to overcome. I want we want to think about it. 
and I watch this 10 minute video from this guy. And from there, I become an 80% closer. Eight out of 10. If I sit in front of a couple, I'm going to close them. And what it is, it's just, you know, I've heard this from Andy Albright. You have to push the envelope when you're in the house with them, you know, and we all know most of it is just if they say no or they want to think about it, it's the price. They're not comfortable with committing to 80 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it is that they circled that they said, oh, I'll take that one. So my main thing, guys, is when I'm doing the ATM is I always ask before I, I do any quotes, I build the emotion. And after I hear I asked the husband right after I built the emotion, I said, now, um, you know, Jake. How does it make you feel listening to Belle answer my questions, how she's going to struggle when you die? And he's looking sad. He's looking at the table, won't even look me in the eye. And he's like, no, I feel horrible. Then, you know, you did your job because a wife has probably already had tears running down her face. The husband can't even look you in the eye now. He's just like, no, I feel horrible. Like hearing her, the struggle that she's going to go through. Then I ask him, Jake, Belle. And I'm looking them both in the eye. Do you both agree with me that today some protection is better than no protection at all? 100% they're going to say yes. 100%. Okay. If they're not, you're not doing a good job building the emotion. Okay. So now I'm going to give them the three quotes. 35 bucks, 65 bucks, 70 bucks, and maybe 80 to 100 bucks. Right. And then if the wife is 100% dependent on the husband, she doesn't work. Maybe hers is not going to be as high. Maybe hers are going to be 20 bucks, 40 bucks, and 60 bucks, right? Because he doesn't depend on her income, right? But I'm still going to help them both because they both need insurance. He might need time off of work, whatever. He needs to take care of the kids. He needs to figure things out. So we need something that's going to replace his income if she dies also. So they say yes, and then they circle the plans, or they, they tell me which one's a circle that they want. And then I ask him, okay, I just need your driver's license. And you're, I don't know if you have a, like a little card with your bank routing number, account number, or, or a, a blank check that we can void um, so we can get this started. Bam, that's where your objections can come up. Now, oh, this is insurance. I got that at work. You should have overcame that using ATM. Okay. I know a lot of people have all these ideas of objections that can possibly happen. But if you ask a veteran, if you ask someone who knows what they're doing, that they're presenting their ATM correctly, probably the top two objections you're going to get is budget or we want to think about it. We got to crunch our budget. Okay, so let's just say that's what Jake tells me. Right. And let's just say, hey, Jake's from the military. I'm going to say he's probably a hunter because military guys, you know, they blow things up and shoot things. So I'm just going to say he's got a gun. Oh, that's an award he got from the Alliance a couple of years ago. Um, but I'm, I'm assume he's a hunter, right? Jake, you nod your head. Yeah. Okay. So let's just say he had a deer head in the living room when I walked in and, or if I could see it on the zoom, I could see in the background, whatever. Uh, and, and I'm gonna say, okay, Jake. So let me ask you this. You walk into Academy or I don't know what sport Dick sporting goods or whatever, whatever sporting goods store that you guys have in your state, you walk in Academy You've been eyeing this rifle, whatever names of the Smith and Wesson or whatever rifles they are, right? And it's normally 1500 bucks. And you see this big red sticker and it says 70% off. And now that rifle, let's just say it's 500 bucks now. It's $1,000 off. It's 500 bucks. Okay. And it's like, there's just two left. 
and you see other guys looking at it and they're like calling their wives or whatever. Are you going to sit there and call Bill and say, hey, hon, can we crunch our budget and and see if we can afford this rifle because it's normally $1,500 and it's $500? Or are you just going to buy it and you're going to take the chances that she doesn't yell at you? And if she does, you could take it back. What are you going to do? You DM right, you're going to buy it. That's just the way we are. Same thing with Bell. If Bell sees something that she loves, that she's passionate about, and she knows, oh my gosh, this is an off, this is a deal that we cannot say no to. You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure Jake is going to rather me spend 300 than a thousand on this thing. And it's, it's the sale that never happens. Like, you know, it's the one thing that I've been wanting all year. She's going to buy it. We're not going to crunch our budget and we're going to take, you know, so, you know, do we really need to crunch our budget that much? Because if we do, then I don't want you guys getting into these plans. We we need to look for a plan that's a lot more easier on your budget that you can say, we'll take those. You know what I mean? If you guys go into Longhorn Steakhouse, you know, are you going to crunch your budget to see if you can afford the ribeye? Or do you got to get the chicken? Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean... This is only once a month. It's not once a week, you know? And then, so this, I can talk like this because I built a rapport with them the first 20 minutes of my presentation and I built emotion. And I'm going to say, guys, you just, you agree with me that today something's better than nothing. It's my job to help you guys. I don't care if it's 10 bucks a month or a or hundred or the plan that you pick that's 90 bucks a month. I, I don't care what plan you pick. Okay. But my job is to help you guys make sure that you make a decision because guess what, Jake? If I leave, if I walk out that door right now, okay, and you're in a car accident or you get diagnosed with something, okay, but let's just say you're in a car accident and you know you're bleeding out. You got 15 minutes. If I was there in that moment and I had my little iPad and I said, Jake, do you want to sign here and get this plan for your wife? So you know you're going to leave her this 200000 Would you take it? Yeah, for sure. Okay, because that's the one thing we don't know, right? We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Okay, and right now you don't have anything. So if you were in that car accident tomorrow, okay, and you're you know you're dying, like you're you could see your legs severed off and you're bleeding out and you're untrapped under this car, no one can help you. Ambulance is going to take thirty minutes. You know you're going to die on the scene. Okay, if I can hand you this tablet, would you sign it? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. You just agree with me that today is something is better than nothing. Okay. So listen, this one right here, you wanted this one that was $90 a month. Okay. This one right here is $35 a month for you. And this one for Bell is, is $18 a month. That's whatever, $52 a month for both of you guys. Okay. We could get you started with this. We got to get you approved still. Okay. So we got to submit the application. Okay. And then six months later, a year later, whatever, I'll come back here. Maybe you guys have crunched your budget. Maybe you got a raise. If you guys want to increase the amount of coverage you have, we can do that as long as nothing has changed with your health. But like you said, something is better than nothing. And guys right there, you'd be surprised. They'll say, you know what? Give me the ones that we asked for. And that's all it is. So boom, they want to crush their budget. You can come up and hopefully you got to know them, right? What their hobbies are what they like to spend money on hunters. They spend a lot of money hunting. You know, they got to get their license every year. They got to 
get their gear, new boots, whatever, bullets, you know, they, they spend money on their stuff. If they're fishermen, if they like to bowl, if they're on a bowling team, whatever it is that people like to do, you know, they'll spend money on it. They don't like me. If someone tells me, hey, you want uh, um, we're going to go uh, hunting and you need to you need to have move, you need to have twenty five hundred bucks to go hunting with us this weekend because you need to get your license. You need to get your gear. You need to get your camouflage. You need to get a rifle. I'm like, dude, that's that's not me. I'm not going to spend twenty five hundred bucks. But guess what? If you're an avid hunter, you can't wait till hunting season. These guys are waiting for the first day and they're going out there all crazy like they like, you know, they're, they're like, we can't wait to shoot something. You know what I mean? It's funny. Right. So people will spend money on what they think is important to them. So our job is to make sure that they know, hey, dude, your family is more important than hunting. Your family is more important than your bowling league or whatever it is you do or your 12-pack of beer you buy on Sunday to watch the football games, right? We just have to make them realize it, right? Um, I want to think about it. We want to think about it, right, is the other main thing you're going to get, and it's the same thing. If you built the emotion and you got them to agree with you that today something is better than nothing, you're not leaving the house until they pick a plan. Okay. Um, so Jake says, yes, I want this plan. And then Bell tells me, well, hold on, honey. We should discuss this and think about it and talk about it before we make a decision. Right, Bell? That looks like something you might say to somebody trying to sell you something. Jake looks like he's the easier sell. Like if I'm selling a vacuum, Jake's going to be like, yeah, we got one, but this one looks really good. You got a steam option and all that junk on there like bell might be like honey we don't need that you know like calm down that's a three thousand dollar vacuum you know you're not the one who vacuums you know so chill out <laughs> all right so she says we want to think about it okay so um bell normally when someone says they want to think about it it's you know normally just two or three reasons why they say that one did i not explain everything correctly or do you have some questions that i didn't answer you know, is there something you want to go over, Bill? If you want to unmute, just I, I just volunteer. I just you want to shop around play. and make sure, like you know, I, I I know we need it, and and these numbers look good. I just I just really want to check around and make sure I'm getting the best deal. I totally understand that, Bill. Now, um, remind me again how long you and Jake have been married? Thirty years in April. Thirty years. That's that's a joke though, right? You're not even that old. We were betrothed at birth. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. So you guys have been together, let's just say 20 years. Okay. So you guys have been married 20 years. Um, you know, you've probably been shopping for 20 years. You just didn't realize it. This this should have been important the day you guys got married. Okay. And what's gonna happen is if you guys don't get a plan in place right now, is it might be another 20 years before you get one. And guess what? Between now and 20 years, one of you guys might die. One of you guys might get diagnosed with something and make you become what we call uninsurable. Okay. So, um, you know, just like kind of like your car insurance, you're probably not going to shop around uh, without having car insurance, right? Like you're going to get car insurance from what you think is the best deal at the moment. And in the next six months, when you got to renew, you'll probably do your shopping around, but you're not going to cancel your current plan and then shop around. Okay, so you both disagree with me that today something's better than nothing. You don't have anything in place. Okay, and while you shop around, guess what, guys? When are you going to get around to it, really? Because think about it. How many times have you guys thought about getting life insurance on each other since you've been married? A lot. Right? He's risky. And you, know, you know why you haven't pulled the trigger? Mm -mm. 
because you don't think about it. This is not really priority. You probably think about what y'all are going to do next weekend more than you think about this stuff. But when it comes down to it, you know, like I just told you guys, if Jake died last week, what is your family's financial situation looking like now? But we're going to plan where we're going to go watch a football game next Saturday, right? We're going to plan where are we going to watch? Are we going to host Super Bowl or are we going to go to my brother's for Super Bowl Sunday? Like, we're, we'll, we'll think that we'll take that as priority. And then guess what happens? Life happens. You go to work, you come home, you eat dinner, you help the kids with homework, you maybe watch some Netflix for 30 minutes and you go to sleep, wake up and do the same thing Monday through Friday. Saturday, you know, you're having fun, you're barbecuing, you're doing whatever it is you guys do on the weekends. Sunday, you're dreading Monday. Okay, you don't have time to think about this. So guess what? Now, if I know that they believe in God, if they saw, if I saw a cross on the wall, if, if, if God came up somehow in the conversation, God put me here for a reason. That's to help you guys today. You can shop around, but you need something in place right now. Guys, this stuff is gold. I don't know if you know this or not. If you're not taking notes, you're missing out. That's awesome. I love that analogy that uh, you wouldn't shop around without having something in place. That's genius. Absolute genius. Thank you. And again, so I'm going to say, look, you both, you both, look, Jake picked this one that was 90 bucks a month. Bill, you picked this one that was 70 bucks a month for you. Okay. That's 160. Here's what we're going to do. I just want you guys to get something in place because you just agree with me that something's better than nothing. Okay, guys. And I'm going to go down to the minimal. I don't want them to think I have commission breath. I'm going to go down to the, whatever that small quote that I gave them both. Okay, Jake, this is 35 for you. And this is 25 for Bell. That's 60 bucks a month now instead of 160. Does that work? Just so that you guys can have some protection today. And then they're going to tell me either go with the middle option, which, you know, a lot of people do, or they'll say, you know what? No, we'll take the 90 and say, we can, we can afford it. You, you, you said just makes perfect sense, George. We can afford it. And that's what's going to happen. Okay. There's a lot of people who are uncomfortable with that. Now, it's not always that easy. I have to go over things sometimes four five, six, seven times, right? And it's not that I'm desperate. I just know I have to exhaust everything because if not, we are in business to make money. We are in business to help and serve people. That's why I don't care what plan they pick. I'm not going to, I've never upsold anything, right? And I never, I if I bundle something, it's normally next month or a couple. I'm not trying to sell them a bunch, unless, hey, unless they're asking for it, right? Unless they're they're wealthy people and they can afford it. But if I'm talking to a middle-class America couple or lower income couple, I'm not trying to push cancer plan on them right now. I'm not trying to push something else, Okay. Uh, I just want to get in there, help them with what we went in there for, whether it's final expense or mortgage protection. I'm not pushing IULs right now. Okay. I just want them to get something. I want them to be able to trust me. You know, once they know they've been paying for six to eight months and they've never been double charged or, 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 Hey, you told me they're going to charge me 50 and they charge me 80. Like what's going on? Like as long once, once they feel that trust, like, Hey, they got their policy in the mail and it's doing exactly what it said. It was, I said it was going to do. They trust me now and I can go back and, Hey, how are you doing? How you guys doing? Hey, happy birthday, Jake. I know your birthday's next week, blah, blah, blah. Um, listen, um, is five o'clock still a good time when you guys are both home? I just want to go over your policy and make sure everything's good. I didn't misspell anything or, and, and just go over it with you guys again real quick. And then over there, I can talk about cancer plans or whatever, you know? Um, but we just don't want them to feel like we have the commission burn. We don't want them to feel like we're pushing them for, them, hey, just for 20 more bucks, you're going to get another 100,000. No, let, let them think that, right? I just want them 
to pick a deal that they're gonna they're okay with that we're gonna submit an application today. Okay. And guys, here's the thing. You got one shot. You know, Eminem, I think he's got the if you only have one shot, we don't have only one shot with these people. I think one percent, if not less, will actually call us back after we've done an appointment with them. Because they're either gonna buy from another agent in the future that knows how to close. Okay, or they're not gonna buy, or 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 they're gonna buy from their state farm agent or something like that, but they're not gonna buy from you. And you spent an hour, whatever, hour and a half of your time, you spent money on a lead, you drove out there, or you you took your time on a Zoom. Okay, so you you just have to keep on pushing that envelope until really you feel like legitimately like these people just are not gonna buy. 10 sits, right? So if I sit down with 10 couples like Jake and Bill, out of 10, two people, they're ready to buy. They've been waiting for an agent to come to them. Like they're they're going to be what we call the lay down sale. Like, hey, where can we sign? You know, I'm going to send you my brother, my sister, my uncle, my auntie, whatever, right? They're, they can't wait to buy insurance, right? Two out of 10, you can be Jesus himself. They're not going to buy from you. So don't feel bad. We're going to get those people who you're going to, Walk out of that house exhausted. You might even have a high blood pressure or headache, you know, but you're like, wow, I feel bad for this family because the day that something happens, their lives are going to be flipped upside down, you know, and I walk out of there and I said, listen, guys, I don't know if I did something wrong. I don't know if, um, you know, you just don't like me for some reason, but guys get this from someone, please, but get it tomorrow. Don't wait because if you hesitate, you're not going to get it. I can guarantee you that it's because life is going to happen and you're going to go into your routine and you're not going to get it. And I just leave them with that. I'm like, look, if I did something wrong, I offended you or you just don't like me for whatever reason, you know, um, I'm sorry. But guys, I, I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart, y'all need this. Get it. OK, I don't get it from someone. Google someone. Google life insurance agents. Get it from someone because your family needs it. Right. And I leave them, you know, my phone number or whatever. They, you know, hey, if you guys change your mind, you can call me. Um, but I'm out there and I'm I'm trying to leave them with a message in their face. You know what I mean? Because hey, I didn't make the sale, push an envelope, and I'm, you know, like, and it it there's been times where I've had women who don't work that depend on their husband. And I look at them and I say, ma'am, I am very sorry that your husband doesn't see how important this is. But one day when he dies because he works out in the oil field and he's in a car accident because he's tired driving home and he flips his car and he's gone and you guys lose that $150,000 income, but the bills keep on coming in and your three kids, you know, they're crushed because daddy's gone and their life is just, you know, all you guys are living in a two bedroom apartment now. I'm sorry that he didn't see the value in what I tried to show you guys today. And please... I know he's the one who kind of makes the decisions, but you need to find an insurance plan and get it because you need this more than he needs the money to do a barbecue and buy beer. Okay. And he's right there next to me. Like he's, you know, he's there. I haven't been punched yet by anyone, but I try, I leave him with a message like boom and like a little white slap on the face, you know, like you guys don't realize how important this is. You know, I even ask him, right? Like, Hey, have you guys ever had family members or friends that passed away and, and the family needed help with the funeral costs? That's just a funeral. Imagine the bills that come in every month because they lost that income. But, you know, there's a lot of things we could say. Um, but uh, Bruno, I look like you got the mic. Like, are you about to say something?
Oh, you're still muted. You're muted. Okay. Oh man, you're rocking, dude. I I I just moving the mic out of my way Oh, to okay, okay. answer I thought you your were gonna, phone. you know, say something more. I don't know if somebody had a question or um There is there is a couple of questions um, from today. Gilbert Neary is asking, can you share the link for I want to think about it? I don't I don't know if you mentioned a recording earlier or. Yeah, um, you know, this was just some, I guess, motivational sales guy or something, but it wasn't, you know, I'm pretty sure there's stuff, you know, there might be something from the line. So um, first of all, ask your upline. But I mean, if not, it's just YouTube, you can YouTube it, you know, it's just how to overcome. We want to think about it, you know, and it's a guy and he's like, he's always saying, Mr. Customer, Mr. Customer, you know, there normally there's three reasons why, you know, you want to think about it, you know. Um, but I mean, I, I, I just kind of went over it. It's like one, I didn't, I didn't give you enough information. There's still some questions you have for me. Um, number two, you just, you, you don't see the value in this, or you don't see that it's important for your family. And number three, I hope that's not the case, but you just don't like me because people are going to buy if they like and trust you. Okay. So those, no matter what you're selling, those are the three reasons why you can tell somebody why they, they don't want to buy your car. They don't want to buy your house. They don't want to buy your insurance plan. It's you didn't, explain it enough or they have questions they don't like you and trust you and number three what was in uh oh they don't see the value in what you're presenting them you know they don't see the value of life insurance which i know for us is ludicrous because we're all life insurance agents we have another question well i was just gonna say and and we'll definitely make this and in case you missed it and Uh, get that out um, as soon as possible later today. Uh, looks like we got about a minute left. And uh, one question that came through, um, I don't know that we're going to need to answer it. I think it's just something for uh, the panel and leadership to consider. Uh, Donnie's asking, can we possibly do a demonstration training on selling in the home with the ATM and have one of the panelists be the agent and two of the other panelists be the consumers in order to illustrate the proper way to show all caps show the ATM from start to end. So we'll, we'll put that on the board, uh, for topics to cover. Um, and, uh, let's see, that looks like all the questions for okay. today. The other so ones I do have something I would like to say is, <clears throat> um, everyone, please reach out to your upline. They want to help you. They want to teach you. There's nothing I said today that they don't always, that they don't also know that they don't also do. If not better, we've all got our own styles, but it's all basically the same stuff. So trust me, I am not the almighty know all or whatever like that. I just volunteered today. You know, um, Fitz asked one of us if, if anybody wanted to volunteer to train. And I said, you know what? I don't mind. Um, but you always want to reach out to your upline first and ask them for advice. Um, if your upline is new, you want to ask their upline. You want to get to whatever your first agency manager is, right? So You know, if your best friend brought you into business and they've been in the business two or three months, obviously they're learning as well. You want to ask your agency manager. Okay. And if you don't know your agency manager, reach out to them. Believe me, they want to get to know you. Okay. Um, so always please, our our idea, if you want to call it chain of command, is if you're on uh Megan Yankee's team, you want to ask her and and um And uh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot your husband. Jonathan, you got Jonathan, it. Jonathan, yeah. I'm saying Jake so much today. You want to ask her, Jonathan, right? 
if they don't know, they're going to get the answer or they're going to say, you know what? This is a great question for my mom who's been in the business 20 years, who's the top producer. You know what I mean? Um, and, and that's the chain of command, right? I know sometimes we, we hear someone else training and stuff and it's like, oh, I'm going to go ask G-Shock. Well, you know, hey, let's follow the chain of command first. And it, and then if they say, hey, you know what? G-Shock did just did some training. You should reach out to him or whatever, you know, but reach out to your uplines first, your agency manager first. Um, we're all a team and we all want to help each other out. But trust me, your upline is dying to help you. They're dying to help you. Okay, so reach out to them first because all these panelists, you know, by they're all, what do you call it? Um, not the word capable, but I forgot the nice word. Making Qualified. Yes, more than qualified. They're experts in these fields. Trust me, guys. Okay, so reach out to your uplines. Um, believe me, we want to help our teams. Okay. That's, that's for sure. Okay. Um, so thank you, Bruno. Thank you, Fitz. I feel honored that I was, I'm sorry that I wasted time at the beginning that I wasn't able to get on my zoom. Um, if you're ever going to do a training guys, make sure your computer, you, you, uh, update it the night before. <laughs> that's what happened to my computer, like the zoom froze, but, um, you know, I feel honored that Fitz trusted me to do this training today. Uh, I feel honored to be amongst all these other leaders. Um, you guys are all great. And, I really believe in teamwork makes the dream work. And I know us rubbing elbows and locking arms 2024. If you get on the Zoom Saturday, you're going to learn how to soar. Ooh, that's right, Megan. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm out. Have a good day. Go kill it. Can I help you? I sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's T-I-M-E-W-I-T-H-F-I-T-Z.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic and pick a time and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you soon.